0: Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. What are you sorry for as we start the new year? That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go, guys. I, up until a month ago, probably had no idea what Timu even was. I just saw it pop up on my Instagram feed every once in a while.
1: Yeah. I mean, it really does. It's a bit. I put it on my Facebook, and it was a big conversation. And, um, I don't know. I had a pretty good experience with it.
0: Haley, tell me about uh, the situation. This is your husband, right? My
1: husband's actually so mad at me about this. Um, he just found out I bought my
2: daughter's birthday gifts on Timu. And I'm just, yeah, I don't get the big deal. I'm just wondering if other people have gone through anything negative. Because <laughs> for me, it was a great experience. Like, I got these gold necklaces for like a dollar. Yeah, And I... You know, it it, it was incredible, and I couldn't have afforded that otherwise. I don't feel like I put my family or
1: us in safety or jeopardy at all. I just, I'm curious about other people's experiences. That is so funny. So I posted that same question, I think, like six months ago, because I did order and have a really good experience through Timu. But they say let it, you know, simmer for a while, because now they have full access to everything in your phone, your contacts, your, are they, they can even change settings in your phone is what, what? they're saying you're serious yeah dead serious so I, oh. a lot of people had okay. horrible experiences i actually didn't so oh. i don't know what to believe either so this, this is a good question to kind of raise awareness because a lot of people don't know that you know it could be a little bit dangerous of of a website and app to have so Please let us know if anything happens. Watch your account, okay? Okay, I will. I really didn't know it was that extreme. Okay, thank
0: you. Yeah, I appreciate you hollering at us. Uh, I I haven't used it. I don't know if I will now hearing this, though. Like, I don't want to, you know, bad name a company or anything like that. But, like, so you're telling me they can have access to basically everything on my phone if I order through their their app?
1: Yeah, that's what it boils down to. That's what people are saying. Has anybody else
0: had an experience with these guys that we should know about? Like yours was good?
1: Mine was very good. So when people, my, and then my feed was half and half. I had so many people that are like, oh yeah. And then other people were like, quit being blind to everything that's happening in the world and like yelling at other people. And so I had to kind of shut it down, but it's a a brand ran out of the East coast, but then they go through China with their products. That's why they're so inexpensive. I can get like a designer, mock designer bag for like $7. So you had a
0: you know? good experience. Haley obviously had a pretty decent experience, at least so far. Has anybody else had a, a negative or a really good experience with Timu? Is this something you should be concerned with? Did you know, Kat, that since you made a purchase on Timu, according to one of our listeners, you're supporting communism and slave labor?
1: Oh, my God. I had no idea. Thanks, T-Dog.
0: So we're kind of going through a situation. We talked to uh, Haley a, l- a little bit ago where she had a good experience on Timu. but when Kat posted this on her Facebook page asking if anyone else has had good or bad experiences, it was kind of split 50-50, and the scuttlebutt is – is that they'll have full access to all of your stuff if you use the app, like everything on your phone, which is obviously pretty scary.
1: They said they were able to track any movement that you have, and then you can kind of tell, like, if you're looking on other websites for, like, athleisure, sweatsuits, or whatever, then all of a sudden that will pop up on your Timu feed on your Facebook feed or whatever. Uh, Crystal says she has had only good experiences. Laura says, Timu, uh, what if you order through your computer versus a phone? Okay, so Laura, that's what I did. I did not download the app. They say when you download the app is when you're in trouble. I did not shop on my phone. I did it on the computer and signed up that way. So I don't think they can still hack your info. I don't know. And then Jessica says, just stick with Amazon. Which I think there's a a risky run all the
0: time. That's what I was going to say. I think if you are using your phone to purchase something, I I think like the little fine print that you probably agree to blindly by downloading their app or going on their website means that they're probably going to get all your info anyways. Right. And if you have, like, Apple Pay, like, I use Apple Pay for everything. I'm sure my credit card is out there somewhere. And there's
1: a reason why millions and millions and millions of people shop on Timu because the products are really good. They get there in lickety-split time, and they're so cheap. It's kind of hard
0: to say no. I want to bring Mark on the show here real quick because he said he's got kind of a heads up for anyone that is doing any online shopping because... Uh, I, I guess it went all self for you guys. Tell us about it. This is your wife, right? Uh, you know, my wife loves shopping
3: and has a lot of different apps. And mm-hmm. she was buying stuff online, and she randomly clicked on one of these apps to open it. Yeah. And the, the company ended up... Like, we lost, I don't know if it was a company or somebody else, but we lost tens of thousands of dollars. For tens right of now.
1: thousands of and, dollars? What kind of thing did she click? Yeah. Just something that gave them access to your account, I take it?
3: Yeah, as far as I know. I mean, we took them to court, and uh, they were essentially like, yeah, we can't do anything about wow. it. It, will, it was legal what they did, according to the court. So
1: That is
0: horrible I, i'm just stunned you're out tens of thousands of dollars like we're talking 20 30 grand yeah like a, a lot of work that is so and then crazy. lawyer fees and everything else i'm assuming so this is crazy so
1: i mean if she checked a box and right next to it it said we're gaining access oh. of your account but i don't have that amount of money where i wouldn't notice that <laughs> that's right yeah like i they feel take like it all would in it, one field
3: it, swoop we noticed it within, like, it was like within two days it was all gone. Two
1: days they took th- over $30,000, and you couldn't do anything about it.
3: And guess what else? They took all our money, and she is still addicted to online shopping. Wow.
1: This is yeah. this is too much.
0: I almost spit coffee out of my nose the other day when somebody goes, Kat, are you really, really nervous about turning 50? No one and, said that. No uh, one said that. I thought I, that's what I heard, but you got to be nervous about turning 40.
1: I don't think I'm very nervous. I actually like every single year, the Uh, confidence that comes with age. There's just something to it. And I like to think that maybe I'm in a normal spot that a 40 year old would be in, you know? And you were too, you had kids, you had a wife, you had a job. Some people aren't as, I guess, lack of better words, advanced as far as like where you are at your age. Um, My brother used to work with this guy and he was 40 and lived alone in this apartment and he had, do you remember that Seinfeld episode where she had all the vintage toys and action yeah, figures and Yeah, yeah, and, stuff? and then they
0: drug her yeah. and uh, get her drunk so that they can play, play with, with the them.
1: toys. Um, but he, has, he had like all these action figures and video games and um, they would do this poker night once a week and he hosted it at his apartment and guys talk and they had their conversation going about, oh yeah, I did this with that girl and different sexual exploits. And he wasn't chiming in. And my brother's like, and then it just got really awkward because he like didn't know the lingo. He was like trying to fit in. but it, And so we just called him out. And he finally admitted that he had never been with anybody in that capacity. We're huh. Like, oh, my God, you're 40 and you still have your V card in your pocket. And he's like, yeah, I guess. And so they kind of took it upon themselves to get him a little bit more comfortable with the idea of dating a girl and eventually ending up in bed with her. He just and didn't so, know what to do. Yeah. And so he started dating. They did speed dating, an event for that, and um, finally met this really nice girl, I guess.
0: Okay. And- hold on. I want to hear about the girl. Good okay. morning. How are you?
1: Morning. I'm good. How are you? Good.
0: What can we do for you? Why are you interrupting Kat's story about her uh, uh, her brother's friend?
2: It's- it's a really great story, especially Thank when you. they talk about the bags of sand. Um, oh, you were there? You talk about the 40 year old bird. Yeah, there no, it is. Dang Good
0: it. yeah. Good work. Nice job. What's your name? Sarah. Sarah. Oh, my God. Is it Sarah with an H or Sarah with an A? <laughs> Maybe with
2: an H. It is Sarah with an H.
0: Oh, my God. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I got to have it. Oh, my God. It fell off. Uh,
1: there yeah, it I is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hello, my name is Sarah. Yep. That's Sarah with an H. That's uh-huh. you. Too bad I you do I like that, Because haters gonna.
0: And Sarah with an H knows that anytime you hear cat take her lame-ass life, and then turn it into a really, really great movie that you call in. And if you're the first one through, you get a whole bunch of cool Playhouse swag. So well done on that. Welcome into the Playhouse. I'm JJ Katz here as well. One more chance for you to get on the radio with what we call What's in a Name. Uh, this is an opportunity for you to just give us your name and then sit back and see whether or not Cat. Can actually tell you what you do for a living. She's been incredibly successful over the years about something like this. So, why don't we start with you online for what is your name? Megan. Megan, and just real quick, you know for an absolute fact that Kat would have no idea what you do for a living, right?
2: I'm not sure, but we'll
1: see.
0: Okay, well, let's try it out here then. So, what are you feeling with Megan here, Kat? You are, do you, you
1: stay at home for work? Um, I don't really do anything other than take care of my kids right now. Oh, okay, so then yes. hush your, your mouth. At, of course
0: you stay do. Homework. Yeah. yeah, it's really what you do. You're working all day, right? Yes, actually, yes. Yeah. Uh, now, now, when the kids grow up, do you have a profession you'll go back to, or, or is that something you'll explore then? And I you know, did you go to school for something? Do you have training in something?
2: I do,
0: but I probably won't use that degree. Okay. I didn't really enjoy it when I did. Yeah. I All right, well, stop I'm, shorting I'm sure yourself,
1: by the way. That's a ton of work to stay at home and make sure things are clean. Oh, it yeah. is. As yes, long as you believe is. that it's
0: hard to be a stay-at-home mom, <laughs> then oh, I guess God. it must be. <laughs> Even one highlight from your day yesterday, what was good?
1: I got caught up on a show that I've been wanting to watch. So Liam went to religion. He went to a friend's house after school and just stayed there until religion. So he's like, I'm going I'm to do me. You do you, mom. And so I went home and watched The Curious Case of Natalie Grace. This is the most.
0: I like that. It rhymes.
1: f up show I've ever seen in my entire life. Do you know, this is a real story. This happened to this girl. She was adopted from the Ukraine at four. Okay. They thought she was nine because she had stuff going on down there. She growth problems? No. Well, yeah, she was, uh, she had dwarfism, but it was like a rare kind. Okay. Okay. And so she looked really young, but acted old. And then she went to a judge when she was like nine and he goes, "Mm, I think you're 22. So he signed a certificate and changed her age to 22.
0: But she was really nine. She was
1: nine. Her family that adopted her was like, oh, we're not going to have a 22 year old live here. So they got her an apartment. She was nine years old. Got an apartment living on her own, walking around neighborhoods like nine year olds do. It is the craziest thing. And now she's like finally getting justice. I'm like, first they painted out that she was like crazy that she would stand over their bed with a knife at night. And then
0: what now, do you mean by justice? How old is she now? She's nine.
1: Can you imagine? This them? is like
0: happening right now?
1: Well, she's she's 20 now. She's 21. Oh, that's now. what I
0: meant. Like, so, so now she's 21. What's she, her? Ju- what's justice for her, though?
1: Justice for her is to be abandoned at nine years old. Like she should so she be wants, able to. She wants money. I I would fully expect her lawyer to go after for millions of dollars. To these two people. I mean, they're crazy.
0: But if the judge signed off on it, then it's really not the parents fault. That right? judge should be sued. Yeah.
1: The judge should be sued. What a weirdo to what look you, at I'm, this little girl and say, yeah, I know she might be a little bit older than what Ukraine says she is because they wanted her to get adopted. But to be told that you're 22 and you're nine, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen.
0: And what's it called again?
1: Uh, The Curious Case of Natalie Grace. It's on HBO Max. Check it out.
0: Friday morning on the live show, we're going to give you a chance to win $5,000 cash. It is so simple. Show up at 720, win $5,000. Good luck. Let's get you back into the podcast now. Bingo! How fun! Last
1: week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo!
0: Bingo what bingo? Bingo! Bingo! Okay, cool. Uh, listener, bingo is the segment that we're going to get into right now, where basically Cat and I are each looking for somebody very specifically to call us and to be the first caller through. So, for instance, when we... P- and the lines are on hold right now, so you got to wait to hear what our scenarios are. But when we pick up the very first phone line... Cat will get the bingo if you're somebody listening who... I'm sure
1: I'll win this one on the heels of one of the biggest tour years ever with Taylor and uh, Beyonce and Ed Sheeran. I mean, they dominated. So you spent too much money on a concert ticket. The Osbournes do this family podcast, and they were talking about uh, people asking, is Ozfest ever coming back? And they said, we would do it if, like, artists managers... Uh, stopped asking for like over-the-top fees for their artists it's
0: great for fans it's brilliant but why is it when it comes to us that everybody thinks that we are trillionaires and so that every manager who wants their band on our festival would you ever do an arse fest again in a whole fest what like a tour yeah
1: yeah sure but they say they don't like people out there spending like five paychecks going to see. They want people that love Ozzy and other artists to go see them for like half the price. They're
0: kind of backhandedly taking a shot at Taylor Swift who's making so much money off all those tickets, right? I don't know. Uh, So you're basically looking for anyone listening who... Who
1: went over the top. You spent way too much on a concert ticket.
0: Uh, Based on the conversation we had yesterday during the show, and I'm trying to really remember what it was about, but we had started talking about... Oh, you had said uh, even if you're in... The process of getting a divorce, you should not be dating or sleeping with someone else.
1: I just think as far as for like the uh, the right way to start a relationship, you don't want to have it be all muddy and mucky, like have an ending.
0: So I thought today I want to go fishing for anyone listening who is just waiting on the papers. Okay, like you've decided you are getting a divorce, but you're waiting for it to be legal. I just kind of want to know what that feeling is like. And do you agree with Kat that you should not be dating? Because some of these last years, it's years to get your divorce final.
1: It's not a moral thing why I said it. I just want everybody to start a new relationship like with a a fresh clean slate. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: get that. So I'm looking for anyone listening who knows they're getting a divorce you're just waiting for it to be finalized cat's looking for anyone listening who
1: spent way too much on a concert ticket and was not worth it
0: danielle you're the first through which one gets the bingo who gets the bingo myself or cat um i mean you could take
1: your pick they actually both work for me
0: oh wow all right well, double bingo this morning all right so uh first <laughs> off tell us about the concert you paid way too much for
2: um, so, in Newton, Iowa, they do an IndyCar Speed Raceway thing for Hy-Vee, and yeah, yeah. I spent, like, total trip was probably an
1: entire month's worth of income. Oh,
0: man. And okay. this is a, a racing a racing situation that you're really, really into, right? Like, like who's your That's favorite a racer?
1: That's lifestyle right there.
2: So, it's... I've never gone to a concert, and as part of the, the deal, they do... Two concerts before and after, and then you also get to go to the races. So when I went, they had Tim McGraw and Florida Georgia Line on their Saturday, and then it was Gwen Stefani and Blake on the other day on Sunday.
0: Do you ever Um, imagine that Tim McGraw woke up and went, I'm in Newton, Iowa. Big gig. (laughs) You know, and I know where Newton, Iowa is. I worked in Des Moines for a while, so I, I know where Newton is. Um, and there's not a lot around there. So as you're kind of traveling, were you at the point where you were like, Oh my God, there's really nothing here. Um, we went to Des
2: Moines,
0: um, for their Saturday flea market thing. So you made a weekend of it. Okay. All right. Uh, real quick. And, uh, you say, we, is this the, the same we then that, uh, is involved in the divorce?
2: No.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so, uh,
2: um, We're actually already divorced, but when we got divorced, yeah, I did not wait.
0: Oh, uh. So
1: you overlapped, but why was it taking so long?
2: Um, So it was like a money thing. We were originally okay. going to split it, and then he wasn't able to do that. So I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to pay for all of it. You can just pay me back. And it's been like two years, and I think finally this year he's going to help pay his half of it.
0: You really believe that? Um, I, I'm pretty sure he will. Okay. I feel like he's not going to, and I don't know anything about either of you. I'm, I'm putting myself in his shoes. If you and I get divorced, Danielle, I'm going to tell you, of course, if you cover all of it, I'm going to pay you back, but I'm probably never writing you that check again. I mean, this must've been very amicable.
2: Considering that I left without asking for any of the rent or anything I put into it or any of the equity or anything else in which I could have. I'm pretty sure he
0: will. You're banking on the fact that since you are a nice human, he's going to reciprocate. Um, no, I'm banking on
2: the fact
1: that I tend to remind him very. Oh, okay, you're a bully. Certainly. She's not a bully. She she's wants a, her she's money. A, she's
0: a money bully. She's a divorce bully. It's
1: her money, and she wants it now. Yeah.
2: What's trending? What's trending?
1: So there is a show, and it's called Finding Your Roots, and there's a host on there that will trace your roots back and they have uh, celebrities on there all the time Alanis Morissette was the recent one she learned that her grandfather's brothers died in a slave labor camp in World War II Mm -hmm. Circumstances of death he was in the slave labor army sent to Russia
3: Wow I mean it's one thing to have a family rumor that they disappeared Yeah But now we know why they disappeared Mm, Some dark Can you imagine what that was like for your grandfather carrying that burden
2: Not knowing where your sibling
1: is if they're alive or dead
3: Yeah Having no closure
1: It's interesting because when when my mom watches the news, my immediate thought was, you know, trigger re trauma with her escape.
3: But now hearing this, it's a whole other level. Your bloodline goes right there.
1: Look at that. So you can go back to your roots that way, but then also you can find out if you are related to anybody. And Sierra, obviously uber famous, but also related to somebody else that's famous. What the world?
3: (laughs) That is your DNA cousin.
1: What? You are kidding me.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, Derek she is Jeter. she is looking at former New York Yankees, Derek Jeter.
0: That's crazy. Oh. You shot Derek Jeter. They look alike <laughs> though, now that you say that, I Sierra they... and Derek Jeter Don't. do kinda look alike. Yeah, if you close your eyes a little bit. Listen, look I at both I of them. Really, really like women, but Derek Jeter, if there was a guy that was gonna turn me.
1: Can you imagine? He's if a he's biracial ever angel. Watched her music videos. And he's like, that's my cousin. That girl's hot. That's my cousin. But have you ever traced your roots back and found something pretty incredible? Like I found out after getting a a Celtic knot tattoo on my body (laughs) that I am only 13% Irish my whole life been told that I was like 98%. British mutt. Yeah, I just don't understand. I'm like 86% Great Britain. So what did your roots ever tell you? Because I think it's so fascinating that you can just send in a bit of your spit and find out some of that stuff. Grow up, and that is what's
0: trending. Every single one of us has something we need to apologize for. Cat probably more than normal people, so I'll let you start today. And you can call; we can keep you completely anonymous. I can even put you on voice change if this is something really, really sensitive. But it's kind of fun to just get it all off your chest. So today, cat, you're sorry hmm. two or four what?
1: Well, believe it or not, I don't do much that I have to apologize for. But when it does happen. It sticks with me, and uh, it's nothing ever over the top, but I was at Quick Trip the other day, and I do feel bad because when you go, you have so many options of drinks, you know? And there was a guy that was standing behind me, and we were both at the same door for the same fridge. And I opened it, and there was one Le Croix left. It was a lemon lime. I grabbed it, and I shut the door, and you could tell he looked right at it. it. And that was the one he wanted. And so he had to sit there and there was no other sparkling waters and I took it and I didn't go like, Oh my God, did you want this? Was this the one you
0: just put your head down
1: and and I need it to help burp it out. And so I needed my sparkling water. I chugged it. I burped it out. I felt better. He didn't have heartburn as far as I know. You didn't know that. I I don't know that, but I think he just wanted a refreshing sparkling water. But I was like, medically, I need it.
0: I wanted to bring Grace on the show. She's been holding, and what I know is that this is a family issue and something that she said would probably get her kicked out of a lot of families. So tell us what happened. Who we saw her to?
2: Um, So I just want to apologize to my sister. Uh, I got my niece a kitten which she adores, but now they have to take care of a kitten. But to make it up to her, I got her $200 Petco card. So hopefully that'll equal it
1: up. You got your niece a kitten, but you didn't ask your sister if they were good to go with a pet. No,
2: I just thought, I thought that maybe they talked about it before. And I oh, my God. Them. I just
0: assumed they thought about it, so I got him a cat, and you're <laughs> sure, like, nobody's allergic or anything like that? You didn't
1: want to get her, like, a drum set? Are you trying to get back at your sister? <laughs> I don't
2: know. That might be worse. No one's allergic. I know my sister's not allergic. but I know my niece is. It. I don't know about her husband. But
0: <laughs> it, it seems like they're going to keep the cat and go with this. And uh, you're on the outs then. I think they like
1: it. I think they bonded.
0: I think it worked out. I know you don't want to get your son a dog, but I know he wants one in a bad. What if I just get you a dog?
1: That would be really. That would be a rotten thing to do because I don't we think so. You would
0: it. love the dog. No. You have all this extra affection that you could give to the dog. I know it would be a great actually. member of your family. <laughs> You you don't have to find a place for it to go when you leave the house. You don't have to bring it with on vacations or board it. You don't have to constantly let it out. Can you imagine you the have feelings to...
1: my kid would have, and then for us to have to rehome it? Like we don't want. Why couldn't you dog. keep it? Because we don't want
0: one. You if don't we want wanted one.
1: one. We would have one. What about Liam?
0: Why don't you ever think of your child first? I spent a considerable amount of time this morning before our show researching and ordering my son's graduation gift. Okay. Uh, He will be graduating with his degree in uh, end of April, beginning of May. Mm -hmm. And over the Christmas break, we had a lot of conversations when he was home about what's next. And my wife and I are really, really encouraging him to get out and see the world, travel, live in uh, different places. Because uh, I said before, you know it, you're going to be wiped up. You're going to start a family. You're not going to want to move around as much just because there's other people involved. Right now, you're pretty untethered. So go and take that job in Sacramento or Boise or Walla Walla or maybe move internationally for a year or something like that. As much as we like having him around, I really want him to see the world. Good advice. And I think my wife and I both take, you know, what we consider maybe missed opportunities in our lives. Neither of us really... Went abroad and did much. And then when my career started, my wife really, really always wanted to stay close to family. So uh, it turned down jobs here and there just because she wanted to be within, you know, a couple hours of her mom and dad, which I get. I totally get. So when would you get him? Oh, well, I can't say now because well, he I know. doesn't listen to you. Well, I think his <laughs> friends' parents do. Oh. Um, anyways, but so I ordered it and it'll be here, I think, in three or four days. Okay. But it made me start thinking about, like, when parents... Or maybe somebody else in your life gets you a really, really cool graduation gift. Now, for me, when we were wrapping up high school, I remember just asking my parents, like, not to be greedy, but I had this cue stick in mind that I really, really wanted bad. And I had just started kind of getting to the point where I was making decent money playing pool. And I really, really wanted this one specific cue stick. And I knew where I could get it but I didn't have even close to the money. So I said, hey, really all I want is money. And my mom had a big problem with this, right? She was like, we need to get you set up as we send you away to college. And I'm like, all I need is this cue stick Yeah. And so I just asked for money and I got it and I immediately went out and bought this cue stick I still have it today, it's still the, the one I play with most. So, I mean, I'm an old man and I still have my high school graduation gift. What did you get, Richie Rich?
1: Uh, that's funny because my mom only wanted to give money. <laughs>
0: She didn't want to go shopping for no, you?
1: Oh, no. Well, I was staying at home. I was commuting. I mean, my school was only a half hour away. And so she didn't want to throw a party. She didn't throw a party for any of her children when they graduated. She's like, I'm going to mess with that. Let's go up for a really nice dinner and invite some family. And then she just wrote a nice big check.
0: My family said, let's get a keg and we're going to have ham sandwiches. Did they? That's how we did.
1: So my grandmother actually gave me a really cool gift. It was a monogrammed like leather backpack okay. for uh, my laptop, but it was really cool. I still have that to this day.
0: So You don't ever use it? You just have it?
1: Um, I have it in my closet. I use it for like travel. Okay. It's really
0: cute. So I was wondering, does anybody else have anything? And I, I consider this cue stick very sentimental because- uh, every time I take it out of the case, I think about my mom and dad and I think about the money they gave me for it.
1: I think graduation gifts, uh, confirmation gifts, I'm puzzled, baffled. Like birthdays, gotcha. Christmas, no problem. But I don't know what it is about those two.
0: Well, birthdays events. and Christmas come along every year, so I don't think you feel like you put as much into it. But yeah, confirmation. What kind of
1: thought? What kind is of thought?
0: Once, and it has religious undertones, right? So you want it to be a little bit more meaningful. Mm-hmm. But. um... I was just wondering if anybody else has something very sentimental you received when you graduated high school, college, uh, med school, whatever the deal was. And I'm starting to think, like, as my daughter, she's pre-med, and she'll be two years away from from her degree. But I don't know if my wife and I will get her, like, the same kind of sentimental gift because she's going to go on to med school. So, like, she will go from one school to the next. Like, she'll just kind of keep moving on. Like, do you get them something really Big for their undergraduate, even though they still have. Another, Get her a
1: bag like I got. Get her a nice professional bag with a message from you guys inside, like on the inner seam. Like, have don't them, screw like, this up. up. We've
0: invested too much money in like, you. You know, a
1: Derek's wedding ring that you make fun of the three squeezes. Get yeah. something like that. That's like, kind of cute.
0: You're the only kid we've ever believed in. something yeah. like that to really motivate her. Like, uh,
1: you know, remember us when you write your scripts.
0: <laughs> good call on that <laughs> send, one. Send yes. us uh, s- the good stuff. Don't put us in a crappy home. <laughs> Welcome into the Playhouse. I was telling uh -uh. Kat about the argument I got with my wife last night. She was trying to tell me as we went to bed that you have to have vegetables and carbohydrates in your diet to function properly. And I said, I don't believe that. I believe, and I'm not preaching to anyone, but I've been doing this carnivore diet for about three weeks right now, and I feel amazing. All the inflammation in my body is almost completely gone. Except
1: for your head. Uh, and
0: uh, no, I'm fine. I'm, I, I have the lingering effects of a respiratory was issue. An ego joke. Uh, oh, that was it. I thought you meant my <laughs> See, head cold. You're, you're um,
1: suffering right now and because you can't get jokes.
0: I'm not. Su-
1: <laughs> you're depriving yourself of being able to figure out what but
0: jokes are. I was asking my wife last night. Who dis- She said, well, you have to eat vegetables. And I said, I don't think you do. I think if you, if you take a supplement, I don't know why you have to eat a vegetable and why I don't know why want to?
1: They're I'm not so saying, good. I,
0: I don't, I guess I don't really like a lot of vegetables other than I, I guess I like cucumbers Okay. and celery I would munch on, but usually I dip it in something like, and I'm not, again, I'm not preaching. I'm telling you right now, my life is so simplified by just having, I can cook five or six chicken breasts on the Traeger. And that's like three days worth of meat for me. And that's so good. And I love chicken. And my wife and I got in this big argument last night because she was trying to convince me that you have to have carbohydrates in your diet. And I'm like, I don't feel like my research says no. I don't feel like you have to. And, uh, and she got mad and then she went to sleep. And I was like, whatever. I love that. Whatever.
1: Two people that are not nutritionists or doctors had too long of a fight about this.
0: Here's the biggest problem is everybody could be a nutritionist right now. You have a computer in your hand or you're sitting in front of one 24 hours a day.
1: But don't act like you are one, though. I didn't say I was. I think you do kind
0: of act like that. Listen, I'm not going to tell you what to do at all. But if you tell me that I have to have potatoes in my diet... I'm going to say, what is the benefit? Why do I have to have a vegetable? Why are you only doing meat? How is that?
1: Doing it's anything so simplified. For your body?
0: It's all protein. That's what that's what my body needs. How do you know? Because they've chemically analyzed Who? meat. Uh, chemists, Which scientists. One? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Bill St. James.
1: Do, do you feel yourself getting? Well, no, I'm not. To I the just, point that I get to. I
0: feel so much better doing this than I ever did having, like, carbs and sugars in my diet. That's cute. And I feel so much better. And I'm tired of arguing with all of you people.
1: (laughs) What were you doing, Kat, in 1996? Oh, my gosh, carry the Y. I was in sixth grade, so I was probably doing something dumb. I don't know. Dressing up like Coolio in my friend Tracy's attic.
0: Had you started smoking leftover cigarettes yet at that point in your life? Yeah. You had.
1: It was a, a weird, I was a weird kid. I know it's hard to believe, but I was a weird kid.
0: So the reason I ask is, uh, and for me, 1996, I was a sophomore in college, and I was truly living my best life at that point. Good. Uh, I was still an athlete that somebody looked up to. I seemed like I had a future in front of me. I had a really really cool roommate who um, was super loaded. Yeah, like he his parents had a. I mean, his parents were millionaires. And his only objective was to try and smoke as much marijuana as possible. So being the roommate of that guy. Where's he now? This guy fell off the face of the earth. I can't find him. I've been off the green. No, I I can't find him Uh, up until about six or seven years ago. I knew that he had moved back to Orange County. And he was an editor for one of these like uh, really independent magazines. So you, you not on Facebook? No, not I can't on find him anywhere. LinkedIn? No, nowhere. Whoa. Nowhere can I find this guy. Um, now, knowing his drug history, no real surprise, he had never gotten married, never had kids, just basically smoked weed for 40 years, and uh, it looked like he was living his best life. The reason I ask this is that these calendars right now on eBay from 1996 are going for as much as $250 because if you didn't yeah. know... 2024 has the exact same lineup of days as 1996 did.
1: The Britney Spears calendar, I think, went for six digits the other day. People
0: are it's a frenzy of purchasing stuff on the Internet right now. So if you go back to 96, some of the big things that were happening, the Unabomber's arrest, Tupac was murdered. Alanis Morissette had that song about her and Dave Coulier in a movie theater, yep. right? So some of the big, big subjects, if you're looking for calendars from 1996 that you want to focus on, Home Improvement, uh-huh. Friends, Seinfeld, stars like Boys to Men, Whitney Houston, Pamela Anderson, and Tom Cruise are all the big, hot ones right now. And by the way, if you buy a calendar from 1996, it works for this year, but don't throw it away at the end of this year, because if you live yourself out to 2052... It'll line up again perfectly once again.
1: Interesting. Do you think Alanis really did that in the
0: theater? Of course she did. That girl, a freak. Plus Dave. Uh, have Klinge. you ever had
1: that happen to you? in the theater? Yeah,
0: Actually once. Uh, that's during, a lie. During Forrest Gump. <laughs> what part of Forrest Gump? I don't even, I don't even remember it what better part Better not have it. been the New so, Year's scene. Uh, no, it wasn't. And, he, and here's how I can, here's how you know it's true. Uh, It was one of those dollar theaters. Do you remember when they would run movies that were like three years old? Yeah. And neither my, we were engaged or dating at the time, Trish and I, uh, we didn't have any money. We were super poor. She was still in college. I was just starting out in radio, so I was making like... $800 $800 a month uh-huh. and I couldn't afford to take her to a real movie theater. And we had just discussed as we drove by, did you ever see Forrest Gump? And neither of us saw it when it was in theaters. So we went to the dollar theater and we were the only ones in there. You're and I, I then. thought to myself, brother, make a move. You are probably never, ever going to get a chance at a movie theater again. Because you're going to blow up and have a great morning show where you're going to be able to afford to go to real matinees, uh-huh. not dollar theaters. So I made a move and she was down.
1: Yeah, ought to know. Mm-hmm.
0: The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Brad, Sean, Brian Law offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 104.7 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.